Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's True Detective After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's True Detective After Show. What happened? No. There it is. Oh, There's your it, T-bone. It, it. It's not T-bone, Bernard. I know, but he that's, that's arranged it. We know. handsome we know. family. Well, he, I don't even think he doesn't matter. Welcome. Oh, we won't go so, we're not that. going in circles again. Yes, welcome to the uh, After Buzz After Show, True Detective After Show, that is. We are finally arrived at episode six, Haunted Houses. <laughs> no. You're so scary. I, no, okay. Haunted <laughs> Houses, episode six of True Detective, um, another Cracker Jack episode. Right, Joe. I'll back you on Cracker Jack. Yes, right. yes. Do you, 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 you need validation for that. I do. Do the, young, Jack. do the young people in the audience know what Cracker Jack? Episode no, means? I don't think no. they do. Okay. Uh, joined as always, uh, I'm Joe Braswell. Thanks for joining us here for episode six. I'm joined as always by the lovely Joe Sanfilippo. Nice to see you guys. And to his right, the lovely Julie Kearley. Me. Hi. Hi, everybody. And to her right, the lovely Nando Velasquez. That's me. That's me. Hi, everybody. Hi. All right. <laughs> and Shut it. This is the loveliest crew in this room right now. It is. For those of you not familiar, we are lovely in the room. Uh, thanks for joining us on YouTube. Thanks for joining us on iTunes. Thanks for downloading us. If you've downloaded us, downloaded us and you're listening to us right now, um, we've got lots to talk about. True Detective, episode six. Um, we finally, at the end of this episode, got out of t- 2002. So yes. I think that we've, we, we've, we've got everything we see from now on is going to be good new stuff. From 2012. As opposed to good old stuff. As opposed to good old stuff from 2002. Now it's good new stuff. Or good older stuff from 1995. Yes. Well, we have stuff that's, that will be happening in real time, in right. their real time. Unless there's, flashbacks. A, unless there's some flashbacks. There well, might be some still flashbacks. Right. I don't know. To explain well, Cole. To explain not. what Cole's been doing. Sure. As he probably tells Marty what he's been up to. Well, let's get let's get down let's get this episode. There's a lot happened in this episode. I kind of want to go through linearly and talk about some stuff here because we have we have pretty much all the resolution we need from 2012 and 2002. All the all, all of our questions have seems to be answered as it relates to what's happening with Cole and Hart. Um, not necessarily what's happening with the case, not necessarily what's happening you know with the mystery, but we do know all this sort of double talk back and forth from 95 to 2002 to 2012, we have all the answers, right? Mm-hmm. Do we not? I think so. I think okay. we do. For the most part. Still a few little things. Well, the first thing we open with is we, we, find, we do see the resolution to, the, uh, to what happened to those, to those little boys who, uh, unfortunately, we're, we're fortunate enough to pick the wrong dad. <laughs> the wrong what? dad. The wrong, girl, the wrong girl. The wrong girl. The wrong girl's father. <laughs> 
Uh, that was a great scary scene, Joe Flippo. Uh, how many, how, you know, for those of you who have children, I'm sure Mr. Braswell can attest to it, specifically daughters. Yes. That scene made a lot of sense. It made a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I felt, I felt nothing but, uh, but, mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. job. Yes, you were standing up cheering, weren't you? Oh, it was beautiful. He looked like the ever-loving monkey fucking wrath of God. He yes. came into that, when he came into that, that, that cell after he beat the hell out of the blonde kid, and he's staring at that poor kid in the corner, and I'm like, you know what? You, you, but it's going to be quick, and it's going to be over, but it's going mean, to suck. Sometimes you just got to catch, like, you know, we, as black folks, sometimes you got to catch that fade. Sometimes you got to catch a beat down. <laughs> Every now and then, you just got to catch a beat down. And those, both those boys knew they didn't want it. And, 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 and Hart was like, come on. Here come we on. go. It's either here now or I send you to prison. You get it in prison. That's it. Yeah. I love that line. You, you tell me how I feel. That's awfully patronizing. I was like, oh, <laughs> no, no. He was all bad. but he did this. He was slow and deliberate. He got in the room. He's talking. You know, he takes off the wedding room. Like, uh oh, oh no, <laughs> that is all that, slow. <laughs> that was the that was the class ring. That was the oh, the class ring. That's yeah. the one that's going to break his finger. The wedding ring is rather, relatively flush. That's right. Yes. Wow. Oh, what's, yeah. it, what, what's this? The cell's open. Oh no! Oh. Oh. <laughs> Clearly, all are trying to escape. It's very sad. The, uh, you know, what he said there at the end that I thought was great. He said, you know, the man's game charges the man's price. Love it. And, and then afterwards, when he's out in the car, he's puking. Well, this is the question. Is, is he puking because he is, you know, we want to believe that, you know, look, Hart's a really good guy. He hate to be the shit out of a couple of teenagers. Or is he puking about thinking what happened to his daughter? Like, what, 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 how did you read that, Nando? I, I kind of felt it was the former. I felt, I felt that was an extreme emotion that just came through him to do that and it took a lot of guts and it was a big risk mm-hmm. I, I i mean i i'm sure the other cops in the police office uh in the in the in the station would probably vouch for it that's the kind of thing i think that they would edit. Oh, they like you happen. said just like you guys understand it i'm sure there are a lot of fathers in that in that station that are like yeah sure you know but uh but it still takes a lot i know if, if it was me i think i would there'd be some kind of remorse afterwards like what did i what have i become Mm-hmm. And and how could I have not stopped this from even happening? Because he knows, I think he knows in his heart that uh, that He's the daughter's heart. to blame. That the, that the daughter's, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I guess I did uh. say heart. Uh, but uh, I guess he also knows that his daughter's partially to blame for this. Well, yeah, you well, can't. Oh, go ahead, please. No, please, please. Well, you can't. You can't take her out of the equation. I mean, it's not like the guys held her down. She was in the car. She got in the car. She, she was, was at willing. The, so I mean, you know, that's that's the thing. But I, I, I yeah, and I agree with you that that he definitely. Uh, I don't think he was puking because of thinking about her. I think he was puking that he just beat the hell out of these two kids. Well, this is Jules. a guy who who uh, reacts emotionally. You know, we saw when he when he uh, slapped his daughter when he mm-hmm. found out what was happening. We saw how he reacted to Lisa with the other guy. Um, he when things happen to the girls in his life, he reacts emotionally and quickly. So this is something that he really sat out and thought about and, and made a deliberate decision to have this reaction. Very true. That was interesting. And I think there's also a little bit of himself in there too. He's beating up these kids. It's almost like he's beating up himself because look, he hasn't really been the most sure. Yeah, perfect person. And, and let's be real. He's he's you know I'll, I want to talk about it later on, but but Beth, like you know yeah. Beth is it, that's his perfect daughter. Example. Like I mean that's I mean yeah. that's the same oh, yeah. exact archetype. Yeah, so only hotter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know T-Mobile Ooh. hired girls that hot. I had and no Lily, idea. Lily, I'd switch Lily carriers Simmons. if I knew. This episode brought to you by I don't know, Lily Simmons from from Banshee is yeah. not ugly. No, no, there's nothing wrong with her physically. Wow. And and you looked. I know you checked. You, I, you, oh. Anyway, next. I'm sorry. So yeah, but I, I like to give the I like to give him a choice. He he did he did give him a choice. He's like, look, man, you can you can catch this beat down, or you can you know you can go upstate. We can do it my way or your way. 
you know. Well, I think yeah. I, I think anyone would have chosen. Yeah, yeah you would kick you my chosen? ass now. I'd rather. Yeah. Yeah. I think the blonde kid got the better of the two. Uh, you know, because he went out and got it first. The, yeah. The, the right. other kid had I was, to sit I, there yeah, and anticipate. Was, I was like, I kind of want to go first. <laughs> yeah. Because the other guy's gonna wait. And he's like, yeah, he watch. sees it. And he's yeah. like, oh. oh no, I don't want that. The gloves. <laughs> You know, when he put the gloves on, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. There might be some exams going on. So that happened. But anyway, that's, that, 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 that was a lot. That seemed to a lot about Hart. And then we did get some resolution as to how he handled that situation. So, um, and then we ne- the next thing we see is we cut to, um, aside from the, the detectives continuing with their interrogation, we cut to the scene. Another sort of visit. We see uh, Cole um, really working this case on his own. Yeah. And he goes to visit. Um, the, the, the guy. Terry Gidroy, yeah. Yes, Terry Gidroy, which is a very, very, very small but great scene. There. What a great actor. He was terrific, man. Right. Oh, did he, he, I, I, I didn't take the actor's name down, which is a terrible thing for me to have not done, but he, he took that scene, he annihilated that. That was beautifully he done. Did. He did. Uh, what did we learn there, Julia? Uh, God, what did we learn there? We learned there that, uh, he was the parent of a Wellspring student, mm-hmm. which is, uh, a the, Tuttle School. The, Tuttle School. Yeah, it's a Tuttle School. Queen of Angels. Right. Mm. Yeah. So and uh, and and sorry, I'm getting a note over there. Sorry. She distracted me. Go on. Go ahead without me. No. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're beginning to we're beginning to see the 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 picture here with these Tuttle schools, right? Yes. We're, getting, we're beginning to see if you're a kid and you're involved in Tuttle school, something bad is probably happening to you or around you. And so, what what is the connection here? And these kids that have gone missing. These kids that have are trouble. These kids that are. All these things are somehow connected to this school. Well, the Wellspring deal, let, let, let's remind everybody about that. The Wellspring is these religious education schools in the rural areas. Instead of going to a normal school, getting bussed around. So the deal is that you're gonna, the state's gonna reimburse, uh, the people who own these schools. And so you're gonna teach this Tuttle curriculum, which is a religious based, it's a, it's a Bible based curriculum. And so right. basically these are private schools set up and they're, they're, the state is paying for it. So it sounds to me like a shady scheme that, that some people are gonna make a ton of money on. But, mm-hmm. um, but obviously it went a little more sinister than that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean I don't Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with you. It sounds like uh, these kids were, maybe they were getting an education, but it was almost like they were being processed or, or scoped out for something else. Yeah. By, well, yeah. by some mysterious, whether it's Tuttle or someone else within the organization. I think we know who it is. I think we know who it is. I mean, I think it's no secret as to what's happening. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 but what is yet to be revealed, which I don't really want to know, is the level of horror that's taking place here because oh. what we do know is it's enough to leave people, you know, the, the poor girl in the institution, yeah. what she saw, uh, my man who's drinking, uh, the, uh, Joel Theroy. Joel Theroy. Yeah. yeah. She, he was great. That's always great. Well, that was a great scene because it, it gave so much information about what we were just talking about, about right. Wellspring. Yes. Right. That's mm-hmm. a little odd thing, but yeah, we, let's, well, let's jump to that scene because that was great because we're talking still about this entire, you know, kind of Cole working on this case and he mm-hmm. does visit Joel and another brilliant scene, right? He has, you know, he's drinking, he's doing his thing and I love how McConaughey sort of Takes Russ takes the drink from him, hmm. and then he goes, "I saw these pictures," and he's like, "Oh shit, here <laughs> <laughs> you might need this more than I do." <laughs> I love that. Rough man. Well, I yeah. think it was a great call. I mean, he was drinking at eleven o'clock in the morning. Obviously, mm-hmm. this man something has troubled him, right? And his, his own <laughs> fall from grace, so somewhat. So, you know, uh, I, I really love I love when 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 preachers are, are characterized as as uh, having that 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 um, crisis of faith. And when they fall apart, I think it really—it's interesting because uh, there, there's so much need put on them. You know, there's by the, by the entire congregation. Like we need you to believe 
100% so that we can believe 80%, 60%. You pick a number. But we need you to be 100% committed. That's got to be a tremendous amount of pressure, especially in a rural area and especially having seen what he saw. I mean, you know, and he just, he, what do you, how do you put it? He goes, he got two of his tents, got vandalized, and then he's lost yeah. heart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's one of these things where, you know, you're, you're beginning to, get, you're beginning to paint, get this picture painted of these individuals, men, women, and both of these men who, who started out a certain way in 1995, and as their proximity gets as they get greater proximity to this case or in and around the case, they become broken. So any, any, they, they, whatever's happening with anything involving this case or the Tuttles, mm. they're going a little mad. Look, I think we're seeing... Yeah, going a little mad. Well, like the let Yellow me, King? Like Lost the little Yellow King. No, wait, let me, Which let, was an interesting uh, thing. Real fast, uh, the cup he was drinking out of, mm-hmm. that Thoreau was drinking out of, was a John Deere cup with a yellow stag on it. Mm. There's been a little buzz about that. So we get the Yellow King and we get the stag with the antlers, which nice. is how we found... Let, let me found the, found the girl. Buzz. Just throwing that out there, guys. Let me let me toss a caveat in in this whole. Everybody's getting broken that has knowledge of it, um, except for Marty. Marty's driving a Cadillac. He's got a very nice suit on. He's got he, he looks pressed. He looks prepped. He looks ready to go. And at the, that last scene of the show, the last shot, you got you got uh, Rust shows up in that beat to shit Ford. Yeah. With which was such a great shot where they yeah. mounted the camera on the back, so you got the, with the broken tail light. Oh, that's so broken, broken tail light. Yeah. And you can see Rust in the in the rearview mirror. Uh-huh. And you, you got Side the view. feel of how that Ford drove because yeah. you felt that truck. Vibe. You just sure. felt it. It was brilliant. Um, but but everybody everybody's jacked up except for I heard, Marty. I heard Carrie Fukunaga sure. is a genius. Well, 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 well hold on. There's a point to be made. I swear. I swear. So it is one of the things that 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 Cole said in the office there. You know, you're all, you're all, he was, he was yelling about, uh, about how they're all, everybody here has got their head up their ass. Everybody here has got their eyes closed. I'm the only one who's awake, basically, is what he's saying, you mm-hmm. know? And so the people who actually are awake, who actually know, they're broken. The people who are choosing, like Marty has been, to like kind of close their eyes and not see all of it mm-hmm. and do what they're supposed to do, they're doing okay at the end. Right. And it's interesting. I think that's kind of like, that's, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I love Nick, Nick Pizzolato because everything he does is for a reason. There's nothing by accident, so you can read into everything, and it's probably true. It's probably some, some, uh, something to read into. Well, we don't know if he's doing okay. We really don't. We've only seen him. How about outwardly? How about outwardly? Well, I, I could also submit that, just to sort of throw that back at you. Also, also submit that, like, this case hasn't really touched him. Uh, in the in the same way that it has everyone else. In other words, he's still like it, the, the the small contact he had with that situation when he opened that trailer and saw whatever he saw in there, and he went off and he just executed Ledoux. Like that effed him up. Like these are bro- these guys are broken, mm. and I can make the argument that he is broken because in the in, in the in the process he is dead. He's got his beautiful family, but he's going off to go get some his things on the side yeah. because he can't deal with the fact that. You know, his job's so crazy, he saw what he saw, and now it's like a, it's, it's a steady, this last 17 years has been all about trying to forget that moment, to me. He's well, a man who compartmentalizes everything. Right. You know, he keeps everything separate in their own separate little worlds, which is sort of like a testament to the to uh, the whole theme of this episode, A Haunted House, mm-hmm. the th- what you're haunted with. Um, so I, I think at any minute, I, it's going to break, and I think we got a little glimpse of that, actually, with the walls breaking down and, and what's haunting him really coming out. Right. And, and becoming visible. Well, and speaking of haunted, let me let's you know well, let's jump back to we see you know we finally get to the, the uh, 2002 I'm sorry 2012 version of Maggie um, looking looking wait yeah 2002 yes. yeah, 2012. yeah 2012 yeah. 12 interview yeah. uh, lo- looking fantastic and uh, but also looking very, and she's you know I, the, the moment I saw her I was happy to see her and she was very short with those guys saying like you know they're kind of being cute and she's like look. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I spent, was in, in another life, it's been a long time navigating cruel, 
cruel men who think they're clever. Like, yeah, I love it, that one. You, I, I used, right. uh, yeah, I used to exhaust myself yes. navigating crude yeah. men who thought they were oh, so Yeah, good. it's like enough. Get to the cut. Cut to the chase. Guys. No bullshit, kid. I don't yeah. care. But um, which which is great because she sort of uh, has that sort of world worn, been there, done that, seen it all. Looking at the sense that whatever she's going to say is not, you know, whatever she's going to hear is probably not going to phase her. Mm. But at the same time, immediately I was like, first of all, I knew that I, she's someone who I absolutely trust. But the moment she talked, I asked myself, wait, is she an unreliable narrator? And we find out she was. She yeah. is an unreliable. Oh, yeah. And also it's nice that we, or it's interesting that we now have a third perspective for the first time. Right. Everything we've seen has just been through Rust and Cole's eyes. I mean, we've seen what they're telling the detectives and then we see what really happened. Sure. And we're getting the same thing from, from Maggie. And it's nice to have a little bit of context to her. Yes. Um, we, we've had nothing. Yes. Uh, the only thing we've ever seen is just her in the kitchen and her fighting with, with heart. But we've never seen her on her own and we get to see her on her own for the first time at that bar. Mm -hmm. And maybe we're seeing things through her eyes the second she started narrating because I mean, it was interesting, um, that scene right after she discovers that he, the, the pictures on his on the phone, phone. The T-Mobile phone. Now I believe we're seeing things through her eyes, through her narration, and mm -hmm. she's sitting there watching Hart, and we've never seen him in that fashion before. He was very piggish, mm -hmm. sitting there eating his spaghetti, and, and, and I feel like that's how we were seeing him through her eyes right. for the first time, good, which was an point. interesting mm. sort of flip. Right. Which is great about this, you know, the sort of the storytelling device, right, of being able to have, not only you have, you know, the three times we talked about, but you have these multiple narrators, so you these multiple points of view. Now we know, we've pretty much established that what we're seeing on the screen is the real story and then what we're hearing from the people is you know maybe maybe they're unreliable they're telling the different versions of it but I do like when you do get to see their versions of it I do agree I think you're seeing mm. you know um, it through through their eyes and frankly uh, you know Hart wasn't that sexy you know? <laughs> well you know it's Let's interesting it it's interesting I didn't I didn't write down the exact words but when she was talking about Hart and Cole in the beginning at least she said something about uh, at least at least Russ knew, ex knew Russ knew exactly who he was. There was no talking him out of it. Marty never really knew himself, so he uh, he never knew what what to want. And he, and she kind of forgave him for that. Yeah, the way she was right. saying it, she kind of someone's got to take medicine. Uh, so yeah, sorry, <laughs> it's okay. But yeah, so she she seemed to actually forgive Hart in that moment. She said, "Well, you know, he he didn't know what he wanted." Almost as if. Um, like a small child or something. Like she, the way she forgave him, it just seemed like he was beneath her. Well, it's but the way she, that she right. washed her hands of him too. Yeah, she's I done. Mean, yeah, it's I guess just it's done. It, but I don't think that she's lamenting their marriage anymore at yeah. that point. Right. It's just very matter of fact. She's no nonsense. She's yeah. the one with the most common sense of anyone we've seen on this show. But that yeah. line, just given at the very beginning, before she really gets into the story, her side of the story, just says so much on how she's going to color this picture. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you really look at it and just look at it, I guess it just felt like there was something about Cole that she still, I don't know if it's regret or what. No, respect. But. She said it. Respect. Like, this this guy's an honorable dude. Like, you know. But she uh, knows she messed him up because well, she realizes. what's interesting is that we've seen, we've seen the, what, what caused the dissension between these two partners mm -hmm. and between and what was the catalyst for the end of the marriage yet we see Maggie and Hart in these 2012 interviews yeah. speaking very highly of Cole still. Yeah. Which is because at the end of the day something. well but at the end of the day I mean you look 
you know, Cole, you can say what you want about Cole, but he, he is a straight shooter coming from the right place. He was everything that they said he was. He was. I mean, he, he is he's brilliant. He's honest. He's smart. He's direct. He's all the, he's noble. He's all those things. So it's kind of hard to be like, hmm. you know, say, you know, Say anything other than those things about him, and I but believe he also she said, your wife." So you can right. you you can still have something. Yeah. Well, you know, or she effed him. Less than glowing to say. Or she effed him, really. Yeah, yeah. that was a, that was a great scene. We got we'll, we'll be there in a second. Yeah. That was we'll a great scene. But I think you can also make the argument that I think that this 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 speaks to a lot of what I think you know Marty Hart's whole deal is. It's this sort of like, you know. All the time, Marty knows that he's effed up, right? He knows he's screwed up. Every every single time he does something, it's almost like I know. Hart's like, you, you did that. He's like, yeah, so like I, you know. I get the sense that like I mean, I don't want to say that it, it was okay for you know uh, to, for Cole to, to to screw his wife, but you know, twelve years later, I think he kind of was like, all right. Ten years later, I deserved like, it. You know, I know what happened. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we we fought in the street, and yeah, shit was effed up, and I get it now. I get why I got you know, you know I was in trouble. And yeah, maybe that's I a should've... dude thing instead of a chick thing because a sure. chick will hold a grudge till the day she dies. Guys yeah, will they kick will. Each the ass. will. Kick each other's butt. Will kick each other's asses and then. Move well, that's on. the thing is he yeah. had to get enough. He had enough. He had to get enough in that fight for him to walk away feeling like he was okay. Right. Like yeah. you know that. that and Cole know, gave it that to he him. He did. He gave it to him, and that's right. that. That was the thing about that fight. He gave it to him. Yeah. As opposed to earlier when he was kicking the shit out of two guys and yeah. they couldn't oh, yeah. really fight back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, 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 let's get back just for a minute back to the case. We're just jumping back and forth as to what. Yeah. Let's get back to the case. So then we have, you know, um, we see that, so, so Cole's really trying to, you know, he keeps taking us to the, to, to his bosses, you know, like, this is what's happening and no one really wants to hear it. As always, no one wants to reopen any, any old, mm-hmm. any old ghosts. Uh, and I'll reopen these haunted houses, but he's still working on it. So he has that horrifying visit, uh, interrogation with the, oh, uh, Medea, Medea, the Marshland Medea. Yeah. Oh. You guys, I mean, familiar I, with the Medea story? No. Yeah. Break yes. it down. Break it down. Please. Well, you know, yeah. the, she, she was, uh, she was married to Jason, I think the, the Greek hero. She's the son of, uh, the daughter of, uh, I don't remember. Sis, is, is it, uh, Sisyphus? Not Sisyphus. He's, he's a guy. Um, okay. You know, he was a, he was I, a, I thought you were going to bring it down. But yeah, I was going to break it down. <laughs> like, anyway, so here's Medea's deal. She kills, Jason leaves her because the king of, uh, I don't remember, some other place that's cool, offers him a daughter. And so he ditches Medea and his two kids with her to marry this, to, to upgrade, essentially. Sure. And so in revenge, Medea kills her two children with Jason. Hmm. So yeah. that's the, that's the Medea. In the a, Marshland Medea. But the Marshland Medea obviously has some SIDS going with three kids. I didn't realize Tyler Perry was so deep. All right. Medea. Uh, Never mind. I couldn't help. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I think that's probably the longest it's taken me to get reference. So he does. She does interrogation, oh, and it's it's this thing where he's like, "Look, mm-hmm. basically, I need to know what you know before you bullshit me." And you know, and there's no better box man, no better, no better man in the box than uh, our man Russ Cole. But like, he says, "Before you bullshit me, I need you to know that I know that you unplugged." <laughs> the monitor here. We know what you do. Thirty-eight minutes kids. and was unplugged it back in. She was gone. That was the deal. So you need to start talking to me. And that's not the thing that necessarily got him upset. But whatever he she told him, all those whatever she started talking to him about and telling like you know what 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 was going on, the specifics and ins and outs. Uh, that had a giant effect on him. And this is part of the, the disintegration of, of, of Russ's faith in humanity. It's like, that we just keep seeing episode after episode, we see this guy who is kind of already on the edge of like, you know, and I don't know, this is this big spreading marble. It's one big gutter in the space, in the sky. 
we start to see every episode why he's beginning to feel like that because everywhere he goes, he's you know his 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 faith in humanity is shattered, and he's with this woman who who obviously tells him some horrifying things that we don't get to hear, and he tells her what Joe, uh, if you have the opportunity, you should kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, like, you know you know it's real real rough on you. Oh. In pri- they're gonna be real rough on you in prison. Well, and, chilling, uh, chilling, exactly. And uh, if you get down. the opportunity, you should kill yourself. Right? Was that, is that a McConaughey? That was a oh. half of a McConaughey. Oh. Oh. Did it feel good? The work, the McConaughey, the McConaughey. It was a McConaughey, maybe. Not so sure. No, but it's it's that because in that moment, like it's, I thought, it was one of those kind of sort of TV moments that you get or movie moments when it's like you, you kind of leave it for the audience. He's like, you know what? It's pretty bad in jail for you, and the newspapers are going to get bad. So I don't know. And he no. closes the door, but he says, "So you should kill yourself." And I was like, "Oh, it was unbe- said it." <laughs> I, I'm, I'm literally yelling at my TV. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Like that was. But you know what? Yeah. But it, it, it's to me that whole scene was so was so telling because it's you know I think for him he's like a guy outside of society. Like I feel very much like he is on, in, on, in in some ways that fourth dimensional guy. Like he's looking at the things people are doing. I don't think he's as in, he's not involved. He doesn't have the kids. He doesn't have the family. He's kind of living in a one bedroom shack. He's doing he's doing none of it. He's well, doing none of the society stuff. So when he's out of it, I feel like he can uh, like he can kind of get what he wants from people because he's not of the people. And he, so when 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 Marty effed it up, he effed up the interrogation. He said, "Well, haven't you ever heard of birth control?" And and you know and 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 Russ like get the fuck get out please yeah. just let me finish this and and it was I think it was a combination of like okay this guy and that was I think informed their fight afterwards like this guy he's never gonna get it he's never gonna be able to do so type the goddamn thing like that's your role here because you can't do what I can do you can't get with these people you can't get you can't get them to give you what, give give what they need to give I think you have to take a look at the way that Cole treats women. I, we all see the way Hart treats women, or at least it's a little messed up, you know, his uh, his morals, uh, as we see even in this episode. But we also have to pay attention, I think, and this has to do a lot with the fall from Cole in this episode, the way he treats women. Because, really, he's never interrogated a woman like this. Uh, the only time we've seen him in scenes with women have been the prostitutes, but he still seems to treat them a lot better than, than what his philosophy is, which is everybody is guilty of something. He's always seemed to come about it when he's interrogating men or talking to men in that way. But this is the first time we see him really going deep like this with a woman. And it's not the first time that he has in this episode that he has uh, a scene with a woman where there's a fall from grace. Well, so I think there's a lot. Well, that's to be sort of about. a testament again to the to the overarching theme of this episode, which is you know haunted house houses. Um, he's haunted by by women he, that aren't even there. He's haunted by his his yeah. ex wife. He's haunted by uh, his dead daughter. Yeah, and, and he and, feels guilt for that for himself though. They're mm-hmm. not guilty of anything. He feels guilt for that. And we see that Marty's also haunted by women. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> but the women who are right in front of him that he can't control because mm, he can't right. control himself either. Yeah. Very true, and I, and, and um, I we also see you know this, this is the sort of the, the fall of of Hart as we talked about, but we finally get to see what happened to this guy in two thousand two. Mm-hmm. You know where you know what happened to him. So we know uh, he's mortified by what he's learning. He, he has a visit to finally has a visit to uh, the preacher. I mean, sorry, the you uh, mean Cole? Though. You said Hart. Cole. 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 You said Hart. Thank you, Cole. Cole. Thank you very much. He finally has a visit to um, my man, the Tuttle, Tuttle. Tuttle. and Tuttle. Yes. Uh, and he's ex- as, exactly where you expect him to be. Tuttle of the neon effing cross. Yes. I just think that is such a beautiful little piece. Whoever designed that set right. needs a freaking round of applause all day, every day. Yes. You got a neon goddamn cross. That is so beautiful. So <laughs> you're saying so much with that. That is awesome. I mean, d- does anyone here think that Tuttle is not the most evil guy ever? 
<laughs> I mean, like, he, it's a smile. Well, oh, we, felt yeah. that, we felt that from his first appearance that there yeah. was something up with this guy and doing the whole anti-Christian uh, task force. Right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and that's, that's, that's especially because of what it represents against coal. Right. So uh, I think we all saw it. So we see that. And then the last thing we see, the, the, one of the second to last piece we see is the visit to the asylum when he talks to the girl. To, to Kelly. Kelly. Yes. To Kelly. Like talk about haunted. Yeah, well, yeah. tell me, tell me, just give me your presence on that. Um, I thought that scene was was kind of terrifying, actually, and yeah, and almost know, like horror genre terrifying. Mm. A little bit, yeah, it felt like yes. the ring or something. It, just, <laughs> it felt like the Conjuring. Something was really when she when she whipped her eyes at him. Whoosh, yeah, I was like, oh shit, whatever <laughs> she's gonna say, it's gonna be terrible. Yeah. But no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joel. Um, anyway, that was just uh, it was such a short scene, but really impactful, and it, it seemed to be really impactful on Cole's character as well. Um, I don't know if it was reminiscent of his the haunting of his daughter and seeing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a girl that he saved. Mm-hmm. Right. In essence, he saved her, but yeah. really saved her for what? For this sort of life, this is atrocious. But it goes. She's catatonic. She's she's in this own this crazy world. Mm-hmm. Um, but. He got to her. She spoke to him. And now we know that there's a man with scars who made her watch things. A giant. Mm, A giant. A giant. Well, it goes back to these unseen horrors that everyone has now seen, but the audience, thank God, that are so horrifying (laughs) that... It is breaking everyone you see in its wake down to nothing. Yellow King. And it's Yellow, Yellow King. King. It's scaring the crap out ah, of me. Yellow King. Uh, no, you saw the previews for next week where, where uh, Marty's watching and, oh, God. Yeah. God what, <laughs> like, what is he saying now? I don't right? know what he's saying. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? So, uh, so let's, let's, let's jump back into the, the, the last thing that we, the last part of the story that we finally get to con- the, the, some resolution on is, which is what, A, what happened to Marty and, and to Marty and Cole mm-hmm. and what happened happened to Maggie and Hart and we know both uh, it started with good old good old Hart got a, got a visit from Miss T-Mobile and uh, you know let's just say that uh, Beth bringing it back to episode 2 uh, where we first met Beth. her in the uh, yeah. in the shacky shabby bunny ranch the trailer, pa- you know yeah, trailer park bunny she, ranch she, that, she looks great in a polo too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can rock a polo better than you rocking that polo right now Flippo excuse me yeah it's true there's no question about it right <laughs> um. Yeah. So, I don't. No question. So. So. Yeah. So obviously we have, we have to recount that. But there was, some stuff happened. You know, Hart Hart did his thing. Uh, she keeps calling. Uh, well, no, she wants. She wants. You know, Hart well, well, to do certain things to her. She does. There's. She a, does. Well, let me let me ask you a question though. <laughs> now this is interesting because that scene was 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 well put together. Like here's the. It, there was there's so much going on. Like you know, you you, you go out and you got to get a new phone. And oh, that's a crazy hot chick. Oh, I rescued you. Oh, wow. Oh yeah, I haven't been feeling very heroic lately. You know, you're the hero. The people love you. You're such an amazing guy. And and he's out buying tampons for. Yeah, he's emasculated. That's he's so emasculated. That's the whole he's, thing. Yeah, You've got point. how many periods are going on? He's got nine boxes of tampons. That was no joke. <laughs> he's got three women. Three women. And and you know, those of us, who, those of you who don't know, they they when when ladies live together. My understanding is the right, cycles. Okay, let's move on. He's also emasculated. I got I got three at home too. <laughs> Got, he's also got, emasculated in in the workplace. You know, he's part of the star team, but really the star is Cole, and then he's right. a glorified secretary. Exactly. You know, okay, I'll type it up. You right. Know, well, you did the work. Hitting, I'll get the credit. But so he's emasculated everywhere he goes. You're missing. You're hitting on the point. This is this is kind of why I'm not justifying Hart, but this is why Hart does what he does. He goes home. He's like, he gets at the work. He's blah blah blah. He's walking around, and then he sees Miss Polo shirt, and uh, you know. 
then that, he, he, there he is. And that was a victory okay. for him. It was. Yes. You know, he told her in 95, get out of here. This is yes. not for you. You can do better. Here's 20 bucks, I think is what he gave her, whatever it was. You I know, love the, I, I saw the, the down I, payment line yeah. that we were revisiting yeah. in episode two. And, and, you know, and she tells him at the bar, there's nothing wrong with the way he made us. Nothing wrong with the way God made us. Whatever you're feeling about yeah. you want to do me, that makes a lot of sense. God, say, God gave us these flaws. He True. doesn't see them as flaws. That's right. And then she said, the universe forgives all. And the next thing you know, they're in bed. Yeah, no doubt. Right. Yeah. And the Joe, universe forgives all. So, we, yeah, if the universe forgives all, let me just sleep with When you. Marty falls off the wagon, Marty falls off the right. wagon. He's going to drink <laughs> some burrs. He's going to do some chis because he's well, deep. That's what I said when we, you know, you said it's a victory for uh, for Marty, but, you know, we all got to see Lily Simmons naked, so it's a victory for all of us. And then that little <laughs> devil, that little devil, like, bobblehead thing at you the know. end of the scene that he looks up and he sees right. this little devil looking so down. So let's get to the consequences. So let's get to the consequences. You know, she finds that she finds a cell phone. She decides in that moment. She has evolved so much. She decides in that moment she's going to take this into her own hands she tries to go to the bar and make that move decides that that's something that we know that she cannot do so what does she do julia she lives out my fantasy you know he's the pull he's the pull-up champion of boone yes. county arkansas I don't know. i'm well aware I thought um, Lily, Lily Simmons isn't the only one making people happy in this episode. So, huh? yeah, that's the, <laughs> there's a little something for everyone. Yeah. Oh, love it. A little something for everyone. There so she is. goes to Cole. She knows where uh, she gets super manipulative, like mighty, mighty sure. puppet master. And she goes to Cole because she knows that's going to finalize everything. Yes. Yes, it will hurt uh, Marty the most, but also... There's no coming back from that. Yeah. You know, she left him once before. That didn't stick. Right. This mm-hmm. is going to stick, and yep. it's going to sting. Right. But you, what, something you touched on, and I think uh, in our last our last discussion about True Detective, was how once Marty feels that his his women have been tainted. defiled, yeah. tainted, he wants nothing to do with them. He, it's sort of, he has like this virgin whore complex. That's it. He's a Madonna or the whore. That yes. is his deal. Either you're, either I put you on a pedestal, you're my wife or my daughters, you're my family, it's my responsibility to protect you, your virtue is sacrosanct, or you're a whore. And that is it for him. And I think that, and, and so it, it's interesting when, when, when his wife is going to go, when, when, when we have uh, Maggie going to go and, and get some, she orders the exact same drink that Beth orders mm-hmm. in the bar with, uh, with, with, with Cole. Only she's Vodka trying martini. a little bit harder because she gets hers extra dirty. Extra yeah, dirty. Yeah, baby. Ooh. Extra dirty. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> she just that's seems a look. little bit less, uh, in her element. That's, than, that's, than a, pretty, that's, that's a pretty girl. clear seduction move. All of a vodka martini, extra dirty. Extra dirty. I thought, Poor Bruce. I thought like the guy's name on the bar was poor, was Bruce. I thought, oh, poor Bruce is gonna get the shit beat out of him when this is done. Yeah, but no. that uh-uh. scene, didn't go down scene that way. In, Bruce didn't get laid. Poor Bruce. That scene in Cole's house was so heart wrenching. Also for McConaughey, yeah, uh, for both involved, but just his realization after what a what he had just done mm-hmm. and what it means and why that just happened, just right. like. Ruined me. Well, on both sides, on 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 Maggie's side, like I said, uh, what what Cole has said before is that everybody's guilty of something. But I don't think he really saw women that way. So all of a sudden, she's she pretty much has been the most innocent person up to this point. Yeah. In in his life, 
You know, he's always treated her with respect to the point where, where Hart got jealous and he's always kind of used her as a confidant. And here she comes and she uses him. She F's him. He does not F her. Right. She, yeah. she F's him. And then she in more, ways much, than one. in more ways than one. Then she pretty much says, I didn't think I could do it. I'm glad I did. Now, now he can't come back. Now I just use you to get rid of my husband because I couldn't do it myself. I got to say, awful. And, he awful. Was, and he was mad about that. He and, was pissed. And this is his fall from grace. And we said it before. What made this man look the way he does in 2012? What we figured he lost hope for some kind of reason, and who would have thought that it was because of Maggie? And you know, it, well, it, it's, it's it's a cumulative thing. It's, it's a cumulative, it's, but Maggie was the straw that broke. I think back. you're right. I right. think there's a lot to that. I think that, that you you can always you can you know look at look at humanity and go, okay, well everybody's screwed up, but this person's doing it right. He, she's he, she's married to a tool, but she is awesome. I really like what she's doing. And then when she comes and flips you like that, you're 100 percent right. Yeah. That'll probably push you over the edge. And I kudos to the acting man. That scene right. worked, and and that scene on paper. Could be a mess. Yeah, like, she seduced him. She corrupted him. And and she corrupted him. And, yeah. and really, it, and it, he, it, he they got him at just the right place. He and was just drunk like and manic. Oh, so well done. And right. Such him, a good oh, scene. By the way, another tampon. Uh, when when the chief called Hart uh, a human tampon, human tampon. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Too. More tampons. To so More tampons. The, the the but it didn't end there. For in, in terms no. of in terms of the way she let. I mean, she she knew she knew what she did, but she got to be able to sit, you know, Hart down and say, "Have a seat, pal. I got something to tell you. I know about your little photo." And I did some stuff too. Uh, it was hard. It was it was cold. And you know yeah. what else? It's the best. It's the best. The best. I've had, had since the kids. Since the kids. Uh, <laughs> no, the kids. Hold on. Uh, I haven't been fucked like that since the kids. Oh, Jen. thanks, Joe. I was thanks. I was trying to leave a little bit from the imagination. Why? Oh, this is an HBO show. It's rated <laughs> R. If you watch the show, you, you can probably listen to the podcast. So that that doesn't feel too good to hear that as a man. Mm. No one wants to hear that. No, you might uh, yeah. you might choke your wife for a second. But exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But she calls him out as she does every episode. It's yeah. like every other episode, she has some sort of like, you used to not be such a chicken shit. You used to not be this. This is the best I've had since this. You're not a man. And so she kind of got the final, the final nail in the coffin. Was, I haven't been effed like this since before the kids. And mm. it was by your partner. And he called her a scoreboard. Whore, and she called him a coward. <laughs> Yeah, I know, that was uh, that, I'm sorry, that was the final blow. Yeah, she called him, he called her a, a fucking whore, and she said, "You're a coward." That was rough. Yeah. yeah. So Maggie did have the the last, uh, not laugh, but the last thing there. Mm. So this all comes to a head when we see the guys at at, at, at the station, which was one of the great fight scenes. Awesome fight. In, in a long did, time. did you read that that uh, that they they you heard that they turned yeah, on the Rocky the, theme? The, yeah. Yeah. Well, well let's, let's talk what happened first and get the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like we get to, so we get we get there obviously. You know, he's doing his thing. He hears that Russ is in the parking lot. He takes off the rings. He takes off the gun. Thank God, thank God he could put no yeah, that way. That's smart. He's smart enough for that. Mm. But it's also back to that, like, you know, men are, we're going to handle things like men. And, and he ran out there and tackled him. Like Lawrence, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know who. Like Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> I got to say, I, I love the way they shot that scene because that was, that was awesome. You know, you could have shot it where he tackles him and then we see him on the ground but we don't see that we see them hit concrete yeah, yeah. yeah. that looked like it hurt they, so they, bad they, and that kind of left his feet you know? oh, oh it was yeah. awesome. so anyway so that happens so they, they and then uh oh so then they when they get back in to settle it they don't want to talk about it they mm. neither of them said nothing happened it's not about it. they kept it kept it to themselves and they've done that for the next you know for the next 10 years, 10 years. yeah they just didn't speak yeah, and so now we see that's the story that that, that they both sticking to that story of like so both you know my guys interrogating them like it has nothing to do with the wife what is this dust up with you guys like no I don't know nothing happened I still like him so that was that's, that's cool that that was just sort of a thing that happened between these two guys that they kept to themselves this entire time and that last that last moment where he says uh, you know I quit I'll send him my letter 
nice hook, Marty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's out the door. Well, yeah. before that, he's like, it's it, it, that was the again that felt like the ultimate fall from grace for for Hart because he already said like, what's wrong? With, what's you know, all you people are corrupt. What's wrong with? I forget the line yeah. he says. He when says he leaves. like, fuck this, fuck this world. Fuck this again, world. it's cold though. You said, yeah, you, it was, you said Hart, but it's cold. It's cold. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. sorry. You know, he's the fuck this world. He's mm-hmm. like completely disgusted with everyone he gets suspended he's trying to he's trying to bring people to justice for that he gets suspended yeah. he's trying to keep his buddies marriage together for that he gets seduced by his wife he turns into one of those people he, he then gets his ass kicked cause he, and he deserves it and he gets then suspended so it's like yeah fuck this he quits yeah, yeah. that's it I'm out I don't, I don't doubt it so well, Go ahead. And well, that, that's what I'm saying about 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 Rust in general. He is he he seems like he's outside of all of this. And so when 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 all this is what it is, I, I always feel like Marty is all of us, and and Cole is like what we could be if we were untethered mm-hmm. and on a mission. And it, and I, you know Marty is all of us with all of our fallacies, all of our hangups, all of our weaknesses. You know when she says she calls him on the phone, Beth calls him on the phone and says, "I want you to I, I want you to f me in the a." Like there's. There's no, there's no doubt in any of our minds that he's going to do that because he's weak. He's going to give into that, yeah. even though he knows it's, it's going to destroy his life. It, it could it has a potential to destroy his I'd life. Be, I'd be much stronger than that. Actually. Yes, Joe. I know you. 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 <laughs> I could. So, let, let, so, but let, I mean, that, got, it, it, I, anyway, I, I know we don't have much time. No, for no, we're, 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 we're done. We're actually out of time. But, but I do want to well, say we have that last question, Nando. I just want to say, yeah. I mean, what was great? I love that one shot of uh, of Cole throwing um, Hart into his tr- uh, into his truck. And, right. and hitting that tail light, the tail light. And, and like you said you, you already set up the last shot but what I thought was beautiful about that last shot was that it was never repaired never repaired yeah, yeah. and, and awesome. that was from 2002 so he's had that truck for 12 years he's been holding on to that for 12 years and here he is with it still carrying it like a dent in his armor right exactly so, or, mean, or like yeah. it, it, it was actually it's just personal to him too it's like personal. he doesn't want to get that this thing has it also signifying this hasn't been resolved yeah you know none Absolutely. of this has been resolved so I'm not fixing anything nothing I'm not cutting is cutting my solved. hair I'm nothing not fixing is, this yeah that resolve. One question before we get out of here on that. When uh, he did it, when he approached the car, did did Marty draw his gun? Yeah, he checked to see if it. I don't know if he checked to see if it was did, loaded. Did, or, did he have or, his gun? No, it was af- no, 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 it was afterwards. No. Yeah. Oh, it was afterwards. I'm it sorry. was when he said, "You follow, you follow me. We're going to go have a drink." And they, they came back and looked at the Cadillac. He goes, "You're going to buy me a drink." Or he says, "I'll buy you a drink." Then he comes back yeah. and he says, "You're going to buy me a drink." And then Great then line. he checked his uh, they checked his gun to make sure he had he had uh, his gun had uh, was loaded, which was interesting because yeah. you not you never know what's going to happen, which yeah. which brings us to what I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, because the the other detectives have been putting all this stuff in his head, right? Like so, no. maybe maybe he's a serial killer. Yeah. Maybe who knows what he's been doing? Yeah, so, so. but the thing is, like the thing that's true is, um, Hart is like, I know this guy, and 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 um, uh, Maggie's like, I know this guy, and I think that they're both right. I mean, I think that. Cole is Cole, and he's going to be fine. And so mm-hmm. the real Cole will come out, and this is maybe where we can get into predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. To find out what we think is going to happen next week. I know we saw some previews, but what do you think is going to happen, Julia? Um, I think uh, we saw him in the previews. We saw uh, uh, Hart flipping out. I think it's going to have to do with his eldest daughter. I think his eldest daughter is going to no. be in the mix here somehow. Oh, no. I, that's what I think. Nando. I kind of like that. One thing I wanted to bring up earlier was uh, the two guys that, he, that Hart was beating up. They had these black uh, shirts on, and one of them had like an angel, which I thought was really interesting. Mm. So I'm almost wondering if it's that. I'm going to predict, though, you said that we were stuck in 2012. I still think we need to see what happens to Tuttle since he apparently died two years yeah. before. So I I don't think the flashbacks are over. I think we're right. definitely going to okay. see what happens to Tuttle. Do we know what happened to McConaughey's daughter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, car accident. Car accident. Run over by a car. Reliable now. Run over by a car, right? I, I thought it was way? a car accident. 
I don't know. Run, run over. So run over by a car. car. Are we satisfied with that? No. No. Oh, right. I've never been satisfied with that. Oh, I think that, that our, the, the resolution, the beginning of the end of coal, I think this is out. We know that that's the beginning of the end of coal. I think we'll get that flashback. Mm-hmm. That's coming. I don't know if it's coming in episode eight or seven, but that's coming. Flip over for you. Um, I, I was wrong about last week. I thought last week we were going to find out that all these guys were hunky dory in yeah. cahoots. This yeah. whole we all thought that. Look to me. That was a, that was a that was a good prediction. It's fun. That was not that good. That's what yeah. I call predictions. But um, we'll call but Nick about I, it. I have one for this week. I do. I think uh, <laughs> I think our guy in uniform. I, I don't know if you guys saw me. He, he was in the in the, in the interrogation uh, in the I'm sorry in there with the major in that second uh, that second scene in the office or third scene in the office where after he'd gone and braced Tuttle after yeah. he'd gone that I think that guy's going to wind up being and I don't really know who he is he was in uniform the first couple of episodes yeah. and we never really saw much about him. I feel like he's going to be uh, something about the super secret Christian task force he's going to be come uh, back he's going to okay. we're going to see some interesting stuff with him interesting. all right mm-hmm. super secret Christian task force mm. SSCT uh, well that's it for us man thank you thank you folks for joining us for the last 42 minutes to discuss for detective episode 6 it's never enough we will be back next week to do episode 7 for all of our loyal wait do you want to get some quick shout outs go Nando quick uh, I don't have a set up oh I have a couple go. some YouTube people I have Flamethrower Skylar uh, Skylar somebody John Reiners <laughs> Terry Pitnick uh, Christopher Reed Stephen Rice Reese um, uh, Rob Simon Whole bunch of people. Thank you so much. Thank for you so commenting. much for downloading, commenting, listening. Thank you for making it wasn't us just YouTube. Number one, it's showing after buzz for all yep. this time. Thank you for making us a number. You know, anywhere from two to ten on on iTunes top three hundred. We appreciate that. And uh, that's all we got. Joe, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the Twitters at uh, Joe Flippo, J O E F L I P O, and uh, my website is josephsanflippo.com. Julia. Uh, find me on Twitter. Uh, my name Julia Carley, J U L I A C E A R L E Y. Same thing on Instagram, and then hear it after buzz with these jokers. Nandizi, uh, you can. Well, first of all, shout outs on iTunes to Johnston's, Hoo Hoo, and Bilbo Baggin. Hoo Hoo, and yeah, Hoo Hoo, and Margin something. Uh, <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel N A N D O V E L, and a couple of shows with these fine fellows. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe K Braswell, uh, along with uh, shows with. You guys as well. Yeah. We got Hannibal Bates coming Motel. up and Bates Motel coming Hannibal. up. And then Bates following, following. Uh, later tonight. Blacklist. 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 And Americans. Lots. Lots. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you in next week. Woo! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.